Hey everybody, welcome to The Way In. I'm Bailey Whitehead. And I am Laura Starrett. What is episode, what, episode four? Four of four. Episode four of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for today. I'm excited to be back. It is a nice cloudy Sunday. Mm, very moody. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. cloudy. In Seattle. Overcast. Overcast. Mm-hmm. What did you do this weekend? Um, I worked. And I've been taking care of my hamster. Because... Oh, yeah. She got she got hurt. She was chewing some chicken wire, and she uh she cut herself a little bit on the face. <laughs> but she's good. She's all good. Yeah. So I've been doing that. Um, I went out to dinner last night. I got a Keurig. That was good. And you thought pods came with it? Yeah, that was bad. I my boyfriend. So I went to Target, and I got a Keurig. And my boyfriend was like, "Okay, let's get pods too." And I was like. There's a sample packet in there. We do not have to do that. And he was like, no, I I don't think there is. And I was like, no, no, no. There definitely is. And uh, long story short, yeah, yeah, there was not pods. That's okay. That's. You should know. It was disappointing. (laughs) All you have to do is read. It probably says not included. You know, I saw the pictures (laughs) of the companies. They were, okay. They put pictures that like supported. Yeah. Why would they do that? They were circular pictures. It looked like. Odds. I guess I could have read, but you could have read. I mean, right. Whatever. Wait, so tell me about this little this doll collection thing. Oh, okay. So I have been at my parents' house recently, and I've been going through like boxes of my stuff because I'm moving soon, and like I'm just getting rid of things I don't need over there. Um, and so I came upon a box of a collection I had when I was back in high school. And this collection is of, uh, like, antique dolls. And it's, like, 1800s, like, baby dolls. Yeah, that's creepy. So it's, like, heads and, like, bodies <laughs> and, like, it's, yeah, that's, it's not good. What was I doing? It looks like, like, some ritual shit. Like, yeah. You gotta, gotta cut I that like, out. I hope you threw the box away. Because it will come back still there. You. Should I bring some over? No. no. No, thank you. I'll, like, put one up. It'll be, like, our mascot. No, please. <laughs> I just worked pretty much. Um, um, some friends came in. Mm. Uh, mine and my boyfriend's friends, like mutual friends, mutual friends, old friends, old friends of ours, of ours now. Um, we had dinner. Work, and I just went to bed. I went to bed so fast. I, feel I like knocked out like immediately. Hit the pillow and I was like out. I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna like watch TV or like do something, and I was like, nope. Knocked That's out. The way it goes. Yeah. I think I woke up and I had turned the TV on. There was an <laughs> attempt, but. No. Yeah, I woke I up last out. night like 3 a.m. with my AirPods in. Yeah, that <laughs> happens too. Those are easy to leave, leave in. Now that I, I have know. them, I'm like, so I'll natural. just fall asleep and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's in my ear? <laughs> All right, uh, so who do we have on the show today? Today we have Livia Davy. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And we have Gui Lu. Hello. Ooh. All right. Awesome. Okay. So, guys, tell us something unique about yourselves. Okay. I'll go first. Hey, yeah, let's do please. this. Uh, What's something unique? Um, it's so much pressure, right? It's like, yeah, tell no. us something special about you. I, I don't Am think. I special? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> I hate when people say I don't think no, that there's I'm anything just, special. I'm very special and unique. Oh, I love I'm that. I'm just yeah, too yeah. special. Confidence. There's so many things. Exactly. Just so hard to choose. <laughs> Self-love. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess one thing a lot of people don't know about, about me is that I wanted to be an artist. Yeah. When I was younger. What um, kind of artist? 
So at first I wanted to do, you know, like painting and like fine art, I guess. Yeah. Then, um, um, then I started high school, and my high school has this um, art major, and we had houses. <laughs> this is like Hogwarts, but very, very like low budget. <laughs> <laughs> With low budget Hogwarts. <laughs> like we had. Um, I see it. Yeah, I love that. You can see. Um, I grew up in New York. I went to like New York City public school, so yeah. it's like Ooh. New York City public school version of Hogwarts. <laughs> so we have houses, and we had an art house, and so we had like classes on different kinds of arts, and I was really interested in graphic design, mostly because our teacher was like you know the, the person you think of when you think of graphic design. <laughs> Yeah. She wears like structurally interesting clothes. No, she wears like super structurally interesting clothes and like <laughs> chunky jewelry. Hmm. And, okay, like, really interesting so very art. So everything was like a piece of like art. Like yeah. everything was like her. Okay, okay, exactly. I get that, yeah. yeah. So I wanted I to that. be an, like, a graphic designer because of her. Hmm. But soon. <laughs> I realized that I, while I like the aesthetics, I don't have the skills. <laughs> yeah, it's always that's always like heartbreaking too. Like when yeah. you when you have like this dream and then you get kind of like sort of attempt it and you're like, man, no. Especially yeah. with the arts too. Yeah, because like, I wanted yeah. to be a special effects. Yeah. I wanted to do special effects makeup, yeah. and then I, the the introduction was to like draw stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, all these people were like just drawing like their the faces and what they wanted to do, and yeah. I was like stick figure uh, guy, yeah. like it was just bad, <laughs> I and feel. I was like. But that was so like, th- that made me feel so crazy. Like, man, yeah. I can't, I can't do this because these people are already naturally talented. Mm-hmm. But then I found mm-hmm. out later on, it's like most people, like some people are just like that. Like they yeah, can't do the the drawing, the animated part. But they, when it gets down to like the actual tactile, like makeup part of it, they're actually mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I totally get that when you're just like, let me just change, <laughs> let me switch this up because it's not going there. Yeah. Yeah, but that was okay, though, because, um, like, I kind of lost interest in that after a while, yeah. so it's it's kind of fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Worked out okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now you are where you are now, so exactly. see. Exactly. Hmm. What do you do now? I am a PhD student, and I'm studying epidemiology. All right, then. Oh, yeah, impressive. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> thanks for not doing the art now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's cool. What about you, Olivia? Wow. Um, That's a hard question for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's really unique, but something sort of funny was um, I grew up my whole life not knowing that my dad was not my biological father until I was 19 years old. Wow. Um, My parents were very... Um, weird about letting me know, especially my dad, oh. since he wasn't my biological father. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I'm Brazilian. Yeah. And so, and my father is American. We lived in Brazil until I was just 11. So, you know, until I was 19 years old, I started actually kind of questioning, you know, my early teens. Like yeah, things for just sure. weren't really. Matching up? Yeah. <laughs> so Girl, this is so different. <laughs> And my childhood has always been a little bit of a blur. I don't know. I have, like, hmm. specific uh, me- memories here and there. But when I talk to people and they have very detailed memories about their childhood, remember when you used to watch this and you did that? And I was like, uh, no. Yeah. Okay, not really. Um, but anyways, I just, it was, ni- I was 19, turning 19, I was going to go to Canada with a boyfriend. And they're like, let's go to, ni- to Canada so we can drink. 
And so since um, we were, you know, we needed papers, I was like, okay, asking my dad, my mom, like, do I need a birth certificate? Like, what can, what do I, back then needed something like that. Yeah. So, um, and my dad was really hesitant about giving me things, and it was, like, causing all the drama, and my friends were outside waiting for me, and I was like, give me my yeah, birth certificate. Come on, like, like, come on, what's the problem? <laughs> I need to go drink. I'm 19. <laughs> oh, my God. And, um... My mom just like slams the door behind me in my room and she goes, you know why? And I said, oh. what, why not? Why can't I have my papers? Because you're not your real dad. Oh, just like, no. just like oh. shouted out and it was really shocking. So I just like yeah. stood there for a second, didn't mm. really know what to say. And then she walked out and came back in and gave him a birth certificate. And um, I left for three days and then came back and they had a birthday cake and nothing oh. was ever <laughs> talked about again. <laughs> Gosh! How oh wow! Yeah. Until like you know, now we kind of yeah. Now we know. I'm in my 30s, and it's that's the thing. I think um, the similar thing happened to my family too. But I think yeah. it's it, when you when you get to it, it's just like you raised me. Like you're you know, it's yeah. it, you don't have to. I think that's part of like the anger or like the angst of like right. the parent like freaking mm-hmm. out is like, are they gonna feel like destroyed after this or like? So they're worried. I yeah. think. I you think know? he was worried that you know if something was going to change between us. But honestly, yeah. like, he had also his own thing with his family, yeah. like mm-hmm. my dad did. And so I think he project, like, projected that on yeah. me and thought that mm-hmm. I was going to be a, feel a certain way. I mean, he traveled my whole life, too. He was always gone. Yeah. Um, he would be gone eight weeks and come back four to six weeks, so for years. And so it was actually really hard for me to build a connection with my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't... Um, he was always there financially. He was kind of cold, but it, just because from like how he grew up in his family, yeah. like his mom wasn't very loving, so mm-hmm. that so he, just kind of like so naturally going, he yeah. did yeah it just kind of brushed off on him, and he didn't know how to like he didn't know how to hug or say I love you, and so yeah. and that never really I guess I, I like I just thought it was normal. It didn't really bother yeah. me all that much, mm-hmm. and you know once I found out, it didn't. I think it, he felt a little bit better that it never really changed. Like I didn't love him less. Or, sure. you know and now that I have kids it's, it's a lot easier we, sometimes we bring it up but it's still a very weird subject in my family yeah so. yeah I mean it is it's like that's always like a trippy one mm-hmm. I'll tell you about mine later okay can't wait to hear it I don't want to keep going it'll be like an hour long this is the podcast alright so if you guys don't know how this show works, there's a box in the middle of the table. Inside the box are cards. On these cards are um, questions submitted by people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We pick a question. We do two rounds, and we discuss them, and that's it. And it's pretty easy. Yep. It's fun. So uh, Laura's going to pick the first question here. Ooh, pressure. Pick a good one. Ooh, I picked a long one. Let's do it. All right. Jump right in. This one is from Katie Christensen, I think. That's how you pronounce it? All right. I recently went on a date, and the dude was so rude to the, uh, to the waiter serving us. What do you think about people that treat service industry as beneath them? We can answer that pretty well, yeah. Bailey. Yeah. yeah, we work in the service industry. We do. Starbucks. Um, Starbucks. Starbucks. Um, I hate it. I can't. I, I can't. Do, I can't deal with it. Yeah. I think anyone that works in service. When they work with people that might not really know mm-hmm. how it is, and you date that person, or you're out with a friend that's rude, it is gut wrenching sometimes. Oh yeah. Well, and like I can't, the, I can't deal with it. The thing is, being on the other side of that, being the person who experiences that sometimes, yeah, it's so I don't understand. Like I can't comprehend why some people 
treat you less than a human yeah. for your job choice. It's so weird. Yeah. Like I my my um one of my least favorite things is not making eye contact when people are serving you and yeah. they're bringing something to a table and you kind of just keep the conversation going and you just act like that's their job. Like it, mm-hmm. it's right. really awkward for me. I not have acknowledge to, your presence. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to look and I have to say thank you. Like it, even if they're not going to make eye contact with me, yeah. I just need them to know I'm acknowledging them and appreciating the things that they're doing. And not that I'm even that way where it's like, I want you to look at me when I'm serving people, but it's just like, I think I was just raised a certain way. And so it's like, when uh, people are like that, when I'm mm-hmm. out with them, it's just like, I'm embarrassed. Cause it's like, and then yeah, I overcompensate yeah. for them. Like, like thank you. Yeah. Like every time they bring me water, thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah, because they have so much control and they could be crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but not, I don't really think about that, but. I think it's interesting it's, too, because I, I get the feeling that like, sometimes when I see two people together, like a guy and a girl that are obviously in a date or something, um, and one of them's rude to like me or the people working around me. I get the feeling almost that they're doing it out of a place of insecurity. Yeah. But when somebody's doing it and they're just alone, yeah, I think they're just a dick. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's just Absolutely. like yeah. Yeah. Their yeah. mama didn't teach them better. Yeah. Some people just don't know how to be in environments too. Like mm-hmm. they're they're insecure and so that's like a shell. So yeah. like some people that I noticed that when people sometimes they do eat alone, they feel like people are judging them because they're like alone. Oh, yeah. So then they're like Yeah. Like well, they feel like is that waiter judging me because I'm alone? So then they're like, like a defense re- mechanism. Yeah, yeah, it's a defense For mechanism. Sure. Yeah. And I think some people are just like angry and yeah. sad and the guy serving you coffee you're never gonna see him again so that's yeah. the person you put all of that on i yeah. like i don't know learning about people too through starbucks because starbucks can be intimidating to some people mm-hmm. so like i realized that sometimes you just i learn to read people so i'm like mm-hmm. it's not that you're a rude person it's that you're just really kind of freaked out at ordering because yeah. some people are like i don't know what to get and like the they're thing? just like it's yeah. no, just a mocha they're like do you want whipped cream and like yes yes whatever and you're just like okay i get it like it's a lot of questions so they're just like yeah stop attacking me but you're just like i'm just trying to make sure that your drink is right but. i got this one guy um it was like one night and he this man was like this like super broy guy like muscles like obviously just like come from working out and he came in and he was like there was like a line behind him and he was like really quietly he was just like i want to i want a pink drink and i was like what and he was like <laughs> yeah and he was like i want that a pink is- drink <laughs> yeah yeah. And, like, this guy was, like, being such an asshole to all of us. But I could tell it was because he was really nervous he was ordering this, like, yeah, pink he's, girly he's very, drink. Yeah, to him, it's, like, this girly drink that he's yeah. probably embarrassed and to this, order. Yeah, he was. He's genetics. probably really mad that it's called a pink yeah. drink. And then, no, no, no. called the pink drink? Yeah, it's called the pink drink. Oh, my God. And, That's then, why he, and it'll say pink drink on the label. So he's probably, like. I was working. It was, I think. I was working with somebody and they like they were making the drink and then they called out like Brad pink drink. Yep. <laughs> and he was just like, like took it and left. Like, like darted out the yeah. door. <laughs> now I wanna know, know what's in this pink drink. Yeah, it's just oh, it's basically so like it's a like a strawberry acai mm-hmm. kind of drink and then you put coconut milk with it yeah. and that's it. Yeah, Highly really, recommend. Yeah, it's good. As it, it's one. an energy kind of thing too. So it has yeah. Has uh green coffee extract in it. Look at you oh. sell this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> Go get so your what about you, Like, how do you feel? Like, like, have you experienced this or? Oh, obviously. I'm also, you know, I'm a hairdresser, so yeah. I'm also service people. Yeah. And yeah, that is a big pet peeve of mine when um, 
people talk down to me because I'm doing a service for them. Yeah. So. Ha- have you ever had to like check someone? Like, I have actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I you know I've been doing hair for 13 years, so I've had a lot of yeah. clients that have been crazy, and I think I have a really low tolerance for that sort of stuff. So usually, you know, people that are really high maintenance need a lot of attention and are a little bit rude. I think they're called the brown personality people. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they they will sit in my chair a few times, and then they just, I'm not like, I will do my service well. Like, I'm there to, you know, I want to give you what you want. I want to make your money's worth. I want to have a good time with you. I want to have a good conversation. But the minute you start disrespecting me, I tend to, like, kind of shut down. And so I think um, after a while, people just kind of catch that I'm, like, not into it. Yeah. And then they just don't come back. Yeah. Um, and the girl that I did have, this lady, it was actually the first time I heard me doing her hair, and she had returned to the salon that I was working at at the time after a couple of years of being gone, and she wanted to get extensions. And after a couple of years, she had thinned a bit around the front. So, and this is my first time me applying her extensions, and she wanted a certain style where she wanted, like, the bang to come to the side and swoop and, you yeah. know. And I just couldn't place the the extension track on that part because it was going Too to thin. show. Yeah. And I kept nicely trying to explain to her, you know, I can't, this, this is not going to work. I can place it this way or that way, you know, try to break it down to her. And she said, well, I've always had it this way. I was here three years ago and so-and-so did it for me and it worked just fine. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but you are thinning there. Like, and there's no way back that, in time and yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, and she was like in the service. She was military, so the whole time yeah. she was talking mm-hmm. on the phone, she was like cursing people out and telling people what to do. And Jesus, oh she, she, she was very rude, and so I just mm-hmm. didn't like her energy. And, you know, I basically was like, well, you're bald there, so sorry. Can't yeah. do that for you, yeah. so you can go now. Yeah. And then I just had to walk away, and I was just so furious. And I don't like to lose it on the client yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. It's just, just not my thing. But there's only so much that you can just, be, yeah. You know, and I, she, this has been like a three-hour-long appointment, you know. Yeah. So like by that time, I was just like, I cannot, yeah, take it anymore. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, I think there's a point where like you're just human. So when you get talked down to so much, there's a point where you just like can't take it anymore. Because I mean, is like your mental health like? Is putting up with this person exactly is putting up with this person worth like losing some of yourself over? No, because I really feel like when I get yelled at and belittled by like people at work, like I, it's a part of myself that I'm kind of just like giving up for that moment. Like I'm not standing up for myself. I'm really just taking it's energy that's just being stolen from you. Exactly, and then it takes from the people who treat me great. Yeah. in the job because right. it affects me that entire day yeah like exactly because then then you're in a mood and then you're affecting it it's like a exactly. ripple effect of like and negativity. i totally absorb oh yeah. I, i'm better at controlling it mm-hmm. but especially i mean i've been doing hair since i was 19 so i've had a long way to kind of like grow and change what kind of stylist i am so um i used to kind of let people take advantage of me and then yeah. you know just got to the point where i just yeah. like blew up so no now i just like i have to be sturdy about who I am and what yeah. I want. Yeah. That's good. What about you? Like, have you experienced like a date or like something or friends? Um, I've had a, a really good friend actually who was rude to service people and that really changed the way I looked at her and the way our, like our friendship is. I mean, mm-hmm. she was going through a hard time, so that was part of the reason why. But I feel like <laughs> I can't see her the same way anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's weird. I feel that. Because it, it can really change mm-hmm. how you see yeah. someone. Like, and I, I feel like that was, like, a big thing for me, like, when I would go on a date, like, you know, back in the day, it was just, like, one of those things where it's like, well, man, I could never, I but, can't right. do it. It, like, it really done. speaks on someone's character. Yeah. Yeah, what is, that's what I yeah. think. Is she still this way? No, I don't think so. I think she's just, she Better. is someone who's not warm. She's not effusive. Mm-hmm. But but going think, through something yeah. on top of that kind yeah, of made, made it more, even yeah. worse. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like on a date or something, I feel like how you treat service people is kind of a red like flag. A, a, yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. It's, it shows your true self. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. what is that person going to be like when they're at their worst? Exactly. Like when yeah. you're going to see them and on their worst day, I, like how are they going to be? Exactly. Yeah. Treat people? Yeah. I always think too when I encounter people like um, just friends or anybody who treats service people like shit, because I work a service job, it makes me really reflect on how they view me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's good. It's mm-hmm. deep. Good. We went deep. Mm-hmm. Good question. All right, can we pick that next one? Okay. Do I just pick the next one? Um, from, yeah. Oh, no, you can pick from anywhere in this little first stack right here. This question is from Simon Redding. What are your red flags in building a relationship, friend or dating? Hmm. I mean, that like kind of oh, connects. Wow, okay. wow. Right. That like kind of connects right one. with the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you lead the way. Oh, um, I guess, uh, like signs of like um, being selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, um, like if they are talking about a previous relationship or like a friendship or something, they focus too much about their own point of view and not really, not really thinking about what the other person was going through, what they were thinking. Yeah. But you know, they, they don't bring like up blame. anything that could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that they contributed to. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's all the other person's fault, and I'm always the victim. The victim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are my favorite. Like. Right. For sure. No, and I. And you've been single for how long? And. Yeah. I wonder why. Everybody has a fault. No, I think that's a big red flag, though. Um, yeah. in like, friendships in particular, I found like, the friendships that I've had that have ended badly are the ones that I look back on now. And the first part of our like friendship was them just talking about like how this person did them wrong and this person did them wrong and like they're so glad like they found somebody who finally understands and it's like starting out relationships when you're like belittling other people never good Mm -hmm. no (laughs) never good never yeah Yeah. because it's I don't know yeah when when it starts out with negative energy yeah yeah and I'm I'm really big on um people that I I really listen to people on first dates where it's if they say don't or can't a lot Mm -hmm. like it's it's a it's crazy to me like that I I started doing that but it's those are very negative words and so like oh I I don't really do that or I can't do Mm -hmm. this or I hate and it's like these negative like words I'm like "Mm, you're too negative for me like you're really close them yeah yeah and it's okay to have a few but when you start seeing it's an overwhelming like start to every sentence is like a negative beginning then you're kind of like okay you're probably not gonna be also yeah I've had um a lot of friends who are like in the dating pool right now and they say like I have a friend who like her specific red flag is like she's been in like abusive relationships before so she kind of picks up on like the signs yeah and she was saying like when she notices on the first date somebody like being nitpicky like commenting like oh you're getting that for dinner like oh "Oh, like you're wearing that like 
those are like the first signs of like seriously uh, yeah because that can be a slow my my niece talks about this a lot where she felt Mm -hmm. like she was she was in a bad relationship but Mm -hmm. she was being conditioned in that first like half of the relationship to where it's like you can't go out with friends without me or like and it's this slow gradual thing and you don't realize it yeah Yeah, i had one of those yeah and it's, it's hard because you you do realize that like when I, I always hate when people do certain things where they're, they don't like something about, like, my image and, like, you should not wear that or this or you should do yeah. this to your face or you should, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, like... I think we all have opinions on how, about what we like and what we don't like, yeah. but I don't think you should be so harsh about it. And then it goes back to yeah. not being open-minded. It's yeah. because you don't like something doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's not right or yeah. that person shouldn't like it. Or. And it's, it's funny because I feel like I take those things way more to heart in the beginning when someone's getting to know me and they want yeah. me to change rather mm-hmm. than like a year into relationship mm-hmm. and my partner wants to be like hey you should try this and I'm like I'm open to it like yeah well, cool yeah, yeah. but when it's yeah. like that first beginning it's almost like there are things they don't like about me so in order for this to work I need to change in order right. for them to like me but it's like go find that well, person that has yeah. those they barely know that, you yeah, actually exactly. so it's like so. don't try to change me because you don't like certain things you need to go find someone exactly and I feel like the people in who are like the abusers in like emotionally abusive or physically abusive relationships are good at manipulation and I think like manipulation really starts when you first like meet somebody because you've never known anything else yeah yeah and like that's true mm -hmm. smart but you, do you have like red flags or when, well, when you're I dating? Well, I want I do yeah. I want to piggyback on that answer um, because I did I did it somebody for seven years mm-hmm. and I was 15 and for that person and like right away you know when you're young you're like oh he's really cute mm-hmm. he's popular so those are like the important things yeah. like, like yeah. at 15. So I just you know was just wrong i hate using that mm-hmm. word but um and yeah i did give i gave up myself for that guy for seven years and i didn't realize it it was like slowly happening he you know i would wear certain stuff and he was like oh, i don't like you wearing that and then i you know i had a lot of guy friends that i was really close with nobody yeah. that i had ever been you know da- had dated but he didn't like that so i gave up all my guy friends and it got to the point where i didn't have my own friends my friends were his friends yep. and yeah it was it it was really toxic, and I stayed in it for way too long. But um, yeah, I'm glad that that's over. Yeah. Well, I feel do, like do you feel like yeah. do you feel like you had to go through that to kind of see a little bit of yourself? Like like it like you to kind of notice what a good relationship is. You had you can have a comparison yeah, now. I mean, I mean you never yeah, know. Yeah, you never long. know yeah. at the time. That's mm-hmm. what you're. You know, that's yeah. what you want to go through. Definitely. But I think. Um, it was because I didn't have any more friends. Like, we did everything together. I was so codependent on him and on yeah. me. And, like, I quit sports because he, you know, wanted to hang out with me right after school. And, like, all these things that were my own thing. And I, I, just, like, I was giving up to, like, be with him and do things with him because that's what he wanted to do all the time. Yeah. Didn't have my own friends. And, um, and it was really toxic. He was very rude to me. We fought all the time. He would, you know, lash out and call me names. And I would get so angry and... And, you know, I had, I remember one of my friends at the time, the grandma, and I used to, we would like break up, make up, break up, and this was like seven years of it. And I just remember my girlfriend, um, her grandma one time, she was like, you know, honey, you'll know when you're done. Nobody mm-hmm. can tell you when you're done. Yeah. yeah. And it was so crazy that kind of stuck to me because one day, it like, I felt like it was literally one day I woke up and I was like, this is the day. Mm-hmm. 
today is the day. Yeah. And you just have that energy. Like, I'm going with it. Nope. I feel like, especially starting young, when you're younger, like, you just take so much shit. You do. Yeah. You're resilient when you're younger. It's like anything. I went through so many. Yeah. I went through a couple in high school, very abusive friendships. And I, looking back now, I don't know why I dealt with that. But I think in the moment, I was just like, I didn't see anything wrong. And I was like, this is what a friendship is. Like, giving part of myself is just something I have to do in order to keep this. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people feel. I think that's what a lot of women tend to do in friendships. Yeah. I mean, well, they are, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just think we just, we have to lead, we have to follow the guy. The guy has to lead yeah. when you're that yeah. young, you know. Well, and I, I think women in particular, too, are told kind of like, just be quiet and deal with it. Mm. Yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, like, no, you go, yeah. And I also think that women are also taught to be nurturing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even when the guy's being a dick, you're supposed to, like, think, be sympathizing with him. Figure and, like, try to, yeah. <laughs> try to and, help him. And, and fix things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fixer, yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. That's some shit. I definitely, mm. felt, like, see myself doing that. Like, yeah. Yeah. No yeah. more. Mm-mm. No more. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let me pull that next one. It's like a little stack right here. Just okay. pull <laughs> Right, so Dion X. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. IG. How do you tell your partner the sex is bad? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Oh shit. I never had this. Well, I've um. <laughs> I've never dealt with bad sex. Well, I've only so. I've only I've only uh been with my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Currently, oh. so. so. And. So that's all you know. So yeah, you I'm don't really know. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So like I wanted to say sex. something, but I was like, "That's so rude." I was like, "Maybe that's you know, maybe it's bad sex, and y'all never Ooh. know." No, I'm just kidding. Tea. <laughs> no, but like, no, I'm. Being, I, no, I'm gonna go home today. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that was rude. Oh, that a um, tough one. For me, I feel like getting older and having have dealt with the, from seeing myself from point A to now, um, to be. I guess as blunt as you can with with compassion mm-hmm. I guess to be as real and talk about your needs in the best way you can because I feel like bad sex is sometimes it's just you're not getting what you like yeah. so you kind of have to have a compromise you have to like just explain what you want and you have to be vocal yeah. about it because yeah. a lot of the times it's like the sex is bad because we're not doing this or you know what I mean like there's certain yeah. things we're not doing that mm-hmm. I really am into but sometimes people are just afraid to talk about their fetishes or the yes. things that they're into and so then yeah. they're they're missing that piece and then it's bad sex you know so well and i think communication is so, so key like, to any relationship so that part in particular yeah. like a part of your relationship that's so intimate yeah. is just like you need to be honest yeah because if you're not honest it's gonna bite you in the ass in the end like and sometimes the the partner might not be that experienced and it's just a learning yeah. experience for both of you so right but, yeah i agree um <laughs> I would I would say that in the moment too, you know, sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, just say, "Hey, maybe try it this way," or "I like it that way." Yeah. So yeah. it might be less awkward than when you're having dinner and you're like, "So, um, yeah. you know, take out the board situation." Yeah, I do think I don't think that sex makes up the relationship, but for me personally, it, it is a big part of my relationship. Yeah. That's how I connect to my partner, and just how you know I get closer, become intimate. So it's, I, I do think that it's important to let them know, and I think 
also with like being older, I'm more comfortable with doing that. And yeah. I am married now, so I definitely have to let them know. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you guys, which is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. And yeah. sometimes, some days you have that sex and you're like, hmm, wah, wah, wah. That <laughs> yeah. wasn't that great, but we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> and it's yeah. fine. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like it's all about just communication. If you really, yeah. if you really care too, it's For like, sure. it's all about just saying like, hey, like, let's do it this way this time. And you know what? Egos will bruise. So even if it's an initial, sometimes you might have a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then it goes away, but I guarantee yeah. the next time you're in bed or whatever, yeah. they're gonna remember it. They'll yeah. fix it, and yeah. it's done. But that first conversation might go a little weird. But like, and if it's somebody you are like in a relationship with dating, you, I mean, just knowing like how they hurt, like yeah. what mm-hmm. what you're gonna say that's gonna make them feel bad about themselves, and just coming from a place that like is gentle and like you guys can have an open conversation rather than you just criticizing yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a good way to um, have this conversation is just bring up all the positives like what you yeah. like and yeah. so it's like a positive conditioning mm-hmm. so do more of what you like and yeah. thank you maybe add yeah. to yeah, so it'll add. be like yeah this sucks <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't be like DJ Khaled where he's like, I don't eat, I don't eat my wife. Oh, uh, I could not believe that. Shut the fuck up. I would be so embarrassed. I was like, first nope, of all, I you're didn't. DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you don't have any original music. You're just like, like no, no, sampling yeah. everyone's music. He just says music. naming other people's songs. <laughs> Stupid. DJ Khaled. That was good. All right, we got uh, Siler Rostania mm. um, via Instagram. I don't like sharing my friends. I hate when my bar friends hang out with my best friend, especially without me. Do any of you get terrible FOMO with people in your life? Uh, no. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess a little bit. It's like my friends are hanging out without me. Yeah. A little bit. But I don't mm-hmm. mind like It's a little, friends. it's like, it's like a, I think it's like a, it's, it's more of like I'm working and they're having fun and it's like that yeah. fuck. That, that sucks. Like I'm it, missing out, but I don't ever really. I definitely get that. I definitely no. like, but it's more of a personal thing where I'm like, oh, I wish like I could be there with these people yeah. I love <laughs> and have fun with. But I think I, when I was yeah. younger, I think I had a little bit of like possessiveness with friends. Like it would be weird mm-hmm. if like I had my best friend, I introduced them to like another really good friend, and they then they would along. hang out without me. Yeah. I think when I was younger, it kind of bothered me a little yeah. bit. Like, mm-hmm. like but why it, are they hanging out without me? Am I just like they don't want to hang out with me? For sure. You know, but I think as you grow up, just, though, I mean, people are people, and they're yeah. gonna get along. I mean, if you, they really value you in their life. Yeah. Them hanging out without you isn't like yeah. a diss on you. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want all your good friends to get along? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. You know, you know, I just, I, well, it used to, it didn't bother me that I just like I, just, just that I wasn't there. I guess. Um, um, I've just had to get over that now because yeah. I have a different life than most of my friends. Mm-hmm. So I just I can't be annoyed or be upset. You know, yeah. I. When I see it, like summertime, when I see people on the boat, I'm like, oh, I wish I could be there. But, yeah. but I did get invited a couple of times this past summer, and I just like turned it down. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my gosh! I used okay. to do that all the time. Where I like I wouldn't go to something, and I'd be like, shit. <laughs> I think I think sometimes it's. I think sometimes it's just like when you real. I think there's certain ways that that kind of hurts too. Mm-hmm. It's more like. Um, 
if you weren't invited, sometimes it feels weird when it like when it's mutual friends and then yeah. you just weren't invited because then it kind of yeah. feels like you're being left out on purpose. For sure. Um, yeah. And that can feel a certain sort of way, but I don't really feel like I feel like that anymore. I, I kind of feel like, man, well, I'm more of a loner now, or like I, I'm very independent. So I feel it's that. like one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm like, well, it's fine. I'm, and I, feel I just like, wanted to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> If you find yourself feeling that way too, I think self-reflection is really key and like realizing why you feel that way. Like exactly, that's the real question. Yeah, Yeah. like why don't you want your friends hanging out with each other? Like where's that coming from within you? Why are you being such a little bitch? But there's a lot of people like that. But like I do. I talk. Friends. I talk to myself yeah. like that. Like, why are you being a little bitch? Like, why? Why are you? Why are you being right. so like, like fucking weird? Like, I'll do that. Like, why are you being so Every stupid day about that? Like, yeah. Something. Yeah. Anything. It just. Yeah. I just talk to myself a lot. Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, this is yeah. stupid. Go distract yourself. <laughs> like, it's very easy. Just get over it. It's true. Yeah. You're an adult. Stop. <laughs> and I think we get in our own heads a lot too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I always say if your different groups of friends are intentionally not inviting you, then you need to figure out why. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <That's the thing. laughs> Like, why do they keep going out without yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Laura, All right. Let's get to it's your segment. Time for I'm my ready. segment, everyone. All right. So. What's it called? <laughs> okay. I was doing... She's working on her segment now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have a movie theory segment that I do. Um, and I was thinking Conspiracy Countdown, but it doesn't really work, and I don't like it that much. So everyone give me suggestions. Like, with a K, it's like Conspiracy <gasps> Countdown. Like, Why with a K? I don't know. Make it cool? Just make it makes it cooler. <laughs> no one can see it. It's not well, like you people know can see it. It's, <laughs> but now they know. Now they know. It's with a K. K. <laughs> if somebody can give me a good suggestion in the comments, maybe I can announce yeah, it. Yeah, everyone, we're gonna we're gonna do like a little poll. We're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna put it up. You guys vote on the cons- conspiracy countdown and a name change. And a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so, so what is it? my no name segment right now. <laughs> okay, first conspiracy. Boo from Monsters, Inc. is just a younger Violet from The Incredibles. So, number one, they look very similar. Like, both black hair. They, eh, it's a thing. Yeah, anyway. she's the only one yeah. that has black hair in the family. But, yeah, Boo, throughout, like, Monsters, Inc., like, in the movie, like, she appears and, like, reappears and, like, scares Sully a lot. And that's kind of, like, a quirky thing. But, but like, she doesn't do it all the time. And you never see her doing it when she's, like, nervous. It's always when she's, like, laughing and having fun. Um, and that could be because, like, in the Incredibles, Jack Jack, who's the baby, thing. yeah, he doesn't it's like really, emotionally, he doesn't like ha- exactly, he doesn't have his powers all the time, mm-hmm. but it's sometimes. So, and we never see like the parents of like Boo or anything. Yeah. So the conspiracy oh, that's is interesting. Yeah, it's like a small one. I thought it was cute. Yeah, does everyone yeah. know? Everyone knows the characters or no? I know Jack Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Jack. I watched that a few yeah. times now. Yeah, Violet's the one who like. <laughs> Can turn invisible. Yeah, yeah. Is she the one with the like the hair that's like yes. the mushroom? Oh, kind of? no, 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 no. That's the one who makes the costumes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, the yeah, baby. Jack Jack is the baby. Jack Jack's yeah. the baby, and then um, the but, older sisters who I guess she's Violet is the older sister. Oh, okay. Jack Jack. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole theory is that in Monsters Inc. Boo, the little girl, mm-hmm. is the same person. The yeah. Oh, okay. Just growing yeah. up. Huh. 
Yeah, yeah I thought that was one. cute. That's cute, a though. cute one. Yeah, thanks. Okay, the next one's really sad, and I cried. Um, so I watched an entire <laughs> video on it, and it's not fun. All right, so, what is it? Okay, it's that in Up, the old man Carl died the night before he was brought to the nursing home. And so when his house goes up and balloons everything, it's just his journey to heaven. So it's just oh. the afterlife. Yeah. And so, um, that's a good one. So, sad. <laughs> so it's like, like it. it's such a long theory, but I got like kind of the highlights down. So basically, Russell is there because he's Carl's guardian angel and he's trying to get his wings or his last badge. That's Ooh. cute. Yeah. And then Paradise Falls is like heaven because it's the whole journey to the Paradise journey. Falls. Yeah. So it's like crossing over. Exactly. Okay. And so, and like, in the beginning of the film where it like talks about his wife and like that whole sad flashback everybody like knows um it's super realistic situations yeah. like nothing weird or no fantastical the yeah, exactly. thing about it, yeah. but after we see that and like when the house goes up like it's a bunch of things that like there's a talking dog like a uh, house is floating in the air with balloons so are the things like the talking dog is that like a dog yeah. that died and so they all like of... well no they all like represent things in his life so okay. the house um like represents his like attachment to reality still like he, him trying to like hold on to like the physical world and his wife and all these memories he had throughout his life um and stuff like that so like the act like the theory there's like a video that i watched on it and people went crazy like all of the things like represent different things like i it's wild but that was cute yeah, that's a good one, <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Really good. it was such a sad one i thought it, i mean i can see it though yeah, yeah i can see it i think it's cool yeah. it's a good really theory. Sweet, yeah i like yeah. these like theories sometimes because so they connect really good like yeah. so people like really thought about it yeah and um the next one the next one's kind of boring but then it, i i liked part of it so okay the next one is that the peddler in aladdin who introduces the lamp is actually the genie oh yeah I've heard yeah about that. yeah so this one is like which which it makes sense because he's also voiced well, by robin williams you'll see you'll see oh, so, okay, okay. so basically they're both voiced by robin williams he's wearing like a blue robe with like a red tie so he looks like the genie he's like super like charismatic like eccentric like genie but the only reason I thought this was super cool is um, this was, like, confirmed by the guy who, like, made Aladdin. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was in an interview, and he was like, I've seen so many theorists, like, thinking about this. And, yeah, like, it's true. So, and was, the thing, the, so, did you see the live-action movie? Not yet. So, the live-action movie kind of shows more of, like, what his life was like, like, before and after. Ooh, and so, so, it kind cool. of is, like, he's yeah. a peddler. So, I think yeah. they kind of snuck that in, which makes sure. sense. Well, like, also, the um, guy who made Aladdin said that there was a scene that, like, revealed that at the end, but it got lost. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to connect it. Okay, they were going to yeah. do it at That's the end cool. of the movie, but then it never got in. I've actually kind of heard, like, yeah. rumors of that. So, yeah, so okay. It was, like, a small theory, but I thought that one was cool. I think it was, that's cool. Yeah, and I, like... I like these because, like, yeah, like, the guy, the director saw it I mean, and it was like... it feels weird Robin Williams doing that voice at the beginning, but, you know... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Disney's so subtly racist. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I still mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, especially if you go back to, like... That's why I'm, like... Like, if you watch Dumbo, there's, like, the oh. group of crows. Yeah. But then one of the crows is Jim. Like, Jim oh. Crow. Yeah. I'm like... We watched that in my history class in high school. Isn't that fucked yeah. up? It's like Disney? Yeah. It's a... Uh, awesome. Did you subscribe to yeah. Disney? I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like day one, like midnight, I was like... You and the 10 other million people? And it like crashed. Mm. 
Oh, did it really? Yeah, it crashed wow. it the first day. Like, no one could watch whatever they needed to watch. Mm. All right, let me pull the first one here. Got Tina Russell via IG. So I am a mother. I was watching TV the other day. I have two kids, four and seven, and I realized they watched The Walking Dead with me. They don't get scared, but I feel so guilty because they're such good kids, and they love it. Um, what's the I question? think. I, I mean. Well, I kind of. No, I kind of oh. get it. I. I think there's a lot of like. Um, like, is she doing something wrong? By yeah, like by by introducing this more mature no. show to her kids. So. I don't no, think so either. Think so either. My my parents watched Austin Powers and Seinfeld with me when I was like five. I watched Scream when um, I was little. I caught my yeah. kids watching um, Working Moms for a second. Anybody know that show? Yeah. <laughs> They like, you know, I was like, go downstairs, and I was just folding laundry, watching it. Next day, both of them are just staring at the screen. I was like, oopsies. I think it's super. I think it's super normal, and I think also like the kids I grew up with who were so sheltered and didn't watch things like that were the ones that grew up weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it can. I think it can go either way. I think there has to be like direction after they see these things. So you have to kind of explain a lot of what they're seeing. Yeah, if you see negative effects then obviously it's yeah. It's more of a a new life. I guess it's okay. I mean zombies aren't like very yeah, realistic, kinda like, so they, I, I think, they would know it's like know adult that it's fantasy. Like, just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's a little violent, yeah. but it's, I don't know. I don't think I would. Teach them survivor skills. They're good to yeah. go. Yeah. Hey, there could be a zombie kids apocalypse, will be and those kids will know what to do. Oh, they'll, they'll be, be prepared. prepared. Yeah. They'll, wow. they'll, like, get a hammer, start boarding up the windows. They'll know what to do. They'll be like, I yeah, saw I Rick. I <laughs> I mean, I think it's smart. I know what's up. All right, we. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is from Janice Leanne via Instagram. What makes you follow people on Instagram? Follow to follow is weird to me. Follow to follow. Oh, okay. Follow to follow. Oh, like when people ask for like a... They have to follow back. Like follow me, I'll follow you back. I also think that's weird. I just... I've never... bribe. I've never been into like the whole like gaining followers game. Like the like, um, like to like, follow to follow. Like, I just I feel like when it comes to like the the podcast page, I just try to I do that with mm-hmm. that because it's more business. So you're trying to create mm, you're trying to create people to be exposure, I guess. Yeah. To it. So like, hey, look at this, and maybe you'll. But as far as my own, it's um it's very connected still to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like for me, a lot of the times I am following people back. Um, when they follow me, but I did never really put it out there. I never go like, follow me and I'll follow you back. I yeah. kind of, when people follow me, I just kind of add them back because I kind of want people to know who I am a little bit right. so that yeah, they can yeah. have like more of a face to everything. And I think that's the way to do it, especially like with a business standpoint too. Like, yeah. not just doing like follow to follow, and that's the only thing yeah. you say. Like, that's weird. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. that's like unpersonal. I don't want to follow you. Get yeah. out of my face. Like, I tend <laughs> to follow like friends, like. You know, through my boyfriend, I met you, and I follow yeah. you. It's like connect, connecting exactly. people. Exactly, you make um, connections through. Yeah. Through that yeah. sense, but like I don't, I never really got the follow to follow thing. Yeah, no. you're, you're doing for a purpose. Like you have a podcast, and or like I have my business page yeah. for here. So, yeah, my my personal, I keep it very private. I put my kids on it, so yeah. you know, I if people yeah. ask, if 
people ask to follow me, I'm like, I don't really know you, so sorry. Like, but nah. um, yeah, but I do think on a business standpoint, yeah, I will, you know, I'll follow people in hopes that they follow me back, yeah. so mm-hmm. I get the exposure. That's yeah, because that's yeah. all you. I mean, it's your business. Like exactly. you, it's, there I shouldn't really be yourself. a limit. It's like it's like a store door, right? So <laughs> you wouldn't say like only people I know can come into my business. Right. Like, so you kind of want to. It's it should just be like let me just add people and yeah. maybe unless little. you're a celebrity, mm-hmm. you should probably just not really care. Yeah. For celebrities, it's also like a business, right? It's right. a form of advertisement for them. Yeah. And like Instagram is sort of a form of advertisement for you guys, yeah. right. for your businesses. It's a moneymaker too, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Celebrities don't have to do anything though. Like Beyonce is like, I follow oh, seven people. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody can be a Beyonce. Know, right? <laughs> no. Unfortunately. Yeah. As I read the word card in Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Robledo? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If your best friend dates your ex, would you cut ties? Um, your best you know, friend? I mean, hey, so what's that relationship I, like with your ex? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I think right. it depends on the situation completely. And, oh, God. I felt like I read this on social, like the Shade Room. Anybody <laughs> follow that? Oh, yeah, I like yeah. the Shade Room. There was a question in the Shade Room about that, and... Um, and then the question was X, like you dated for a month or X, you dated for years. How serious was the relationship? Yeah. Was it, you know, were you just kind of passing time? Were you not really into him? Cause I think the other question was, you know, he was a really nice guy. She just wasn't really into him. And, yeah. you know, and him and I connected later after they broke up months later. And so, um, yeah, I think I'd, it would just depend um, what kind of ex I think yeah for yeah. sure so well, because you could still have like a pretty cool relationship with an ex like they yeah, become a yeah. friend over years and then I, like they yeah. meet like your best friend and then they I was gonna say even it, it could be awkward mm-hmm. cause it's like I think I think There's when you learn, share yeah. like a sexual partner it, it, and yeah. then they become yeah. your best friend sec- it's like because I have all these like because you see those things forever kind of like you're like it's definitely a learning curve but I don't think I would cut ties over it I think I would like understand and like especially if you're either gonna communicate and say you're okay or not okay or you're just gonna be in your feelings and be and like ruin something because you don't know how to like communicate but you might not be best friends anymore you might still be like acquaintances but you're just Mm -hmm. your relationship is not gonna be as strong especially if it was serious and I, like you had a like a huge emotional connection to that like person you were yeah. dating like you wouldn't want to be around them all the time and yeah. I like no. it really is person to person relationship to relationship exactly. like you can't really it's yeah. it's a it's a, such an intricate question yeah. like yeah. it's really hard to just be like but yeah, I think, ties. yeah I think so. the thing is though that like you shouldn't do no matter what the situation is maybe you do have to cut ties but like holding grudges is never the thing to do no. mm-hmm. because ultimately they found love together it works out or it doesn't like yeah exactly like it didn't work out with you and that person especially if you got somebody exactly (laughs) if you have someone especially also just realizing like it didn't work out with you and that person so you yeah they're obviously gonna find somebody else and that person happened to be somebody you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know yeah Everybody's a person. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of related to yeah. one of the other questions that we had, right? So because they, because if your best friend and your ex is dating, they are going to be closer. So it's not just about like your ex 
you know the relationship with your ex it's kind of a little bit about like maybe your friendship with your best friend might yeah. be a yeah. little bit like less yeah and that's that's, true. that's something that's sure. that can be really sad yeah losing yeah. this person that like was close to you yeah yeah but I, and i don't think it has to like work that way i mean if it was somebody no, like, it like doesn't. so yeah. fun fact the guy that i did for seven years now is married to one of my sister's friends oh that wow. i grew up with so wow. how do you feel about that um honestly like i i was done with him so i didn't really like have any hard feelings about it um it's still a strange thing to think that like they ended up being together because I knew her for a long time. Yeah, and she was friends with my sister, and then you know we dated and then turn around and then they're like <laughs> married. So I really, I, I honestly don't care. Like I, yeah, yeah. The best. yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of. I think there's so many like. Uh, it. it there's a lot of self-reflection stuff that you that you have to think about when that happens because that happened to me too where mm-hmm. my best friend Mike ended up dating this girl that I dated in in high school and I got so devastated at first but oh. I'm like I'm gay like what the <laughs> fuck do I care for like it's so stupid it's literally like two best friends got together it wasn't like yeah. my wife like the one my no. dream girl like yeah. it wasn't like that it was more of like this person I connected yeah. to, yeah. and I wasn't even completely honest with them, but now yeah. they met someone. They met each other, and it's like it's it. It was weird, but at the same time, it's like it's better. I'm, for I'm sure. happy for them because right. like yeah, yeah. I think a situation where you would cut ties though is like if they were abusive or if you went through something traumatic yeah, with that ex. Yeah, yeah. because you like better let your it, friend know. Yeah, um, <laughs> no. also like not I, my problem. Don't yeah, don't <laughs> deal with that. But also like it feels like a betrayal if your friend kind of like. It feels like they're not taking your situation seriously, yeah. especially if it was like physical abuse or like something yeah. like a really emotion emotionally damaging. Yeah. Like it, it does feel kind of like a stab in the back if you I guess, see yeah. them dating. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, that's a, mm-hmm. ooh, that's like a deep yeah. world yeah. to go into. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean relationships can be different with each person. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like someone who 100%. is abusive is probably going to continue to be abusive, but they yeah, the cycle's may gonna be continue. different. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, like, um, it's hard to give advice to, like, the new, the new friend. Who's Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But that uh, is a yeah. really good point. Yeah. I, yeah. I like to think people change when they get older. I, I, I like to think I'm not the same person that I was, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I was dating him, and sure. even maybe a couple years ago, so. But yeah, I mean... There's arguments to be had with that. If somebody's abusive, they're always going to be abusive. Um, when yeah. I think for your own mental health, like not wanting to be around them, like maybe that would be a time to cut ties because you'd have to go through that situation again if it was your friend and you had to see them. It would have to be frustrating too, you know. Yeah. Your, her being your best friend assumed that she watched you go through that relationship. So yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. Like getting, yeah, that was, that's weird. Not good. All right. Oof. Something, something funny, please. <laughs> Ethan from IG. What are some of the best songs to get down to? All oh, right. To get like, down to. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I think Sade is always a good, a good area to go into. <laughs> There's that song, No Ordinary Love. Just like perfect. It's a good song. <laughs> I have a playlist. <laughs> what does that mean? Get down, get down. Like we're gonna get down to twerk, sec- or we're just that's... gonna like jam like on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> oh. I think it's more like a like sexual. Yeah. yeah oh, get like, down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I there got we it. go. Sexy time. I like. 
I don't know. I like really like slow, kind of like moody music. Like, like yeah, not like super upbeat, just kind of like. Yeah, some people like that that ratchet music. I know. Like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's not me. Like, how, what kind of? Can't where is this gonna go? Like, that's too much for me. <laughs> like whips and chains or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you do you. Yeah. Everybody's got their hey, preference. Everyone yeah. Has, yeah. But I I like the slow like yeah. moody music. Yeah. 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 I, my best friend listens to classical music. Oh no. Oh, that's, that's some so weird interesting. shit. I think is I feel like that's I let's think it's study. not okay. <laughs> I do not no, understand. That would be yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I mean, that'd be interesting like S&M stuff with classical music. It's <laughs> <laughs> like mixing <laughs> I mean, hey. I don't think Mozart was thinking about that. When he <laughs> hey, we don't know. Maybe he was back in his Ooh. day. Yeah, maybe he like was. his music was like super risky. He was like, "This is yeah, yeah oh, people, people are like, gonna love like, this." Ooh, that, that F key. Ooh. Ow. Oh like, me? Um, do you have like a song or like what type of music? Song, I mean, like you know the R and B's yeah. usually. Yeah. Um, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Ocean's good. Yeah. I don't know if I can get down to Frank Ocean. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't I'm know. into it. <laughs> well, I mean, I could even get down to some Beyonce. Some that's music. true. Music. Um, yeah, usually like R and B, you know, more. Yes. Not super like sappy, loving one, but you know, usually yeah. the ones that's sexy that's, music. Like, sexy, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, because yeah. yeah, I mean, there's like, like Marvin Gaye too, like the older kind of stuff too, like Let's Get It On. That's exactly you know what I mean. Like, what's sexy music? Yeah, but that's yeah. like really slow. I yeah, think. yeah. yeah. Too, I don't, it's too. Mm. It's but it, I mean, it's like it sets the mood though. I it's think like, so too. It's kind of sexy. Like before, that sense of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beforehand, kind of. Because you kind of like, like that song is yeah. almost like just basically beforehand telling you it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like let's get it on, like you know what I mean. Or that song was it? Let's get sexual. You know that song? Oh, yeah. they do that one too. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. So many options. <laughs> Make a playlist. Yeah. Spotify. Let's. Check it out, guys. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we finished that. Wow. Right? Oh wow. That was the last question. So we have a um, reflection question. Yeah. So we don't have to answer this. It's just kind of like the end of the the end of the episode we're gonna put a question out there we're gonna post it on instagram and then people Mm -hmm. can answer it all right yeah where are you still carrying old pain how can you let it go all right it's a good one that's a good one Mm -hmm. so where are you carrying old pain and how could you let it go i'm excited to read people's answers yeah yeah in my back (laughs) 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 thanks olivia thanks gui thank you and uh this This is is the the way way in. in